0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to Don V Fridays. This is episode 44. I did not do a podcast last week. We was on by week so I decided to not do a podcast. But I did do a live stream where um, I had did a mid-season report. All for the culture for Virginia Tech Hokies. I did a mid-season report, and I also recap the picks I did from two weeks ago. So, I'm not. What's the word? I'm not ducking me being wrong for the picks I did two weeks ago. Uh, I did. They was in the live stream. Uh, getting these live streams, man. The live stream culture is growing. Um. People start people like the live stream. People start I think people like the live stream one of the podcasts. Honestly. But uh people people fuck with the live streams. I'm gonna keep doing it. Uh the Georgia Tech game is tonight. I will be live streaming after the game. Uh so hopefully it'll be a happy live stream. Not me uh upset and crying about recruiting and Because that's normally what I do when we lose. But uh yeah, so get in the live streams, man. Uh Hashtag Dum Saturdays or in this case Dun Thursdays, Thursdays. No, no, hey shit, we're gonna for you know it, we're gonna be doing two, three things a week, a live stream, a podcast, and probably something else. <laughs> a video, a YouTube video or so. Shit. Culture getting big, man. Culture getting bigger. Let's get into the episode, man. I got a nice little nice little episode. Got a nice little episode for y'all, man. Um not well put together and everything like that but uh it's spooky season a lot of people doing halloween halloween uh is if today is the 25th or something like that uh there's gonna be a lot of halloween parties this weekend um i think i'm confident in saying majority of my listener base is white people um and i got some very important information for uh the white listeners out here um i don't think i'm I don't even think a lot of this applies to most of y'all. I think about 90% of my listeners while white, I'll say 99%. I don't think I got any. I Tell this to your friends. I think most of the people that listens to me pretty much understands this. I don't think I'm educating anybody on this topic. No blackface costumes, people. Don't wear, don't wear no blackface costumes. Um well, we're, yeah, we're, It's just a it's just a hollow it's just a Halloween costume. No, the fuck is not. Uh, it's offensive. It's offensive to to black people. I can't speak to uh when people wear like Chinese costumes or a poncho and a sombrero. I don't know how that works. But uh, when you do blackface, the blackface costumes I see. Is always hella offensive. It's not even about uh being a black person. It'll be a white person on the internet talking about, I'm Steph Curry for Halloween. They will put on a number 30 Golden State Warriors jersey and paint their face like shoe polish black. Like, come on, man. Steph Curry barely brown. Like, come on, man. That shit is offensive, man. And even do the shit with the red lips, all that, like, will be... A minstrel show character and say it's just a costume, bro. I don't get no. You know what the fuck you doing? Let me tell you, white people, something. I will punch you in your shit if I see you in a blackface minstrel show costume. It's nothing wrong with being a black person for Halloween. Like if you want to say I'm Samuel Jackson from Pulp Fiction and you want to do the Jerry Crow wig with the suit, it's not a problem. This isn't a this isn't a war on costumes. This is a war on offensive costumes. I will punch you dead in your shit. If you fucking paint your face shoe polish black, talking about you Chris Brown, I will punch you in your shit. With the red, and you do the red lips and all that other shit. And put an afro wig on. Talk about, (laughs) just say, oh yeah. Come on, I will punch the shit out your ass. Like, you need to be punched in the face. That's the problem with a lot of people in this in new day and age. They're not getting punched in the face for the shit they doing or saying. They just feel safe. No. Nah. And and, and, to my, and to my white people that are offended for us, nigga, there's no black people around. Punch these people in the face, man. Too many people not getting punched in the face. And, and No, don't give them the fucked up. I am condoning violence. Violence is the answer. You're not about to offend me no more. I'm punching you in your face. This isn't some sticks and stones, words, whatever. This is you making a concerted attempt to offend people. So I'm going to make an attempt to punch you in your face. Plain and simple. Uh, Megan Kelly got fired. Thought I, you know, uh, she she was on NBC talking dumb. Talk about it's just a costume. Fire her dumb ass. That's it. Ain't nothing else to talk about. And she get to count her money, 69000000 million. They're going to pay her out. Uh, so it sounded to me like she didn't get fired. She sounded like she got uh released and had a guaranteed contract. Dog, wearing blackface is offensive. Um, if she wanted to make the point that uh can a white person be a black person for Halloween, it's not a like dog, it's not a problem with that. Like I said, it's nothing wrong if you wanna be a uh, Black Panther or some shit. You wanna be T'Challa and you got the Black Panther suit, it's nothing wrong with that. Or if you wanna be anybody, it's nothing wrong with that. Just wear the clothes um and stuff like that. People to know who you're trying to be. But when you put the fucking black paint, and I'm talking, when I say these motherfuckers wear black paint, they cover themselves in black paint. To portray somebody a lot of times that's not that dark in complexion, it's offensive. So fuck you, Megyn Kelly, you know. She but, she, but I mean, there's no victims here. She gets all her money. And let me say something to the freedom of speech. What about freedom of speech? Shut your retarded ass up. Freedom of speech is me being able to say whatever I want without going to jail for it. She can go on TV and say that dumb ass shit. And NBC got the right to fire her stupid ass for saying it. She's not going to jail and she's going to get $69 million for saying it. She going to get $69 million. And she ain't going to jail. She does. Her freedom of speech is protected. She's not going to fucking jail. Ain't nobody trying to, you know, she's not being removed. She's being fired. NBC got the right to fire her for that. The same way I can go to my job and say, fuck all the uh, illegal immigrants. or Well, they'd probably give me a promotion if I said that construction is all fucked up. But if I said, fuck this race or fuck that race, um, they got the right to fire me, man. I'm not going to jail, but they don't got the right to keep me employed. Um, Ain't nobody going to jail, man. Megan Kelly's not going to jail. Her her speech is still free. You got the right to say what you want and people got the right to to respond how they want. The same way if she said that shit in a barbershop, somebody might have slapped the shit out of her ass. You know, your freedom of speech don't protect you from these hands. Your freedom of speech don't protect you from getting fired. It just protect you from going to prison um, or getting killed for it. You know, because some states, I mean, some countries, you start to- coming out of pocket with your mouth. You start talking crazy. They hang you with some shit. It ain't like that in America. You can say it. You just ain't about to be out here prospering. That's all. Not a problem. But uh yeah, fuck it. blackface ain't cool, man. Uh it's not cool. Uh to the smart ass that's probably gonna say, well, what about Drake? Fuck him. He ain't black, he's mixed. He don't get to do it either. Fuck him. Um great musician. I think but I think when Drake did it, it was like satire or something. This is what people have been saying. But if he was doing it to be funny, fuck him. Uh blackface ain't some shit to joke with. But if it's if he was doing satire. Which some people has tried to make that excuse, then whatever. But Drake's not a black person. Drake is mixed. Um, he's he's not a black person. So fuck him if 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 he did that shit to be offensive. Fuck him. Let's move on. Uh, I wanted to touch on this. This happened a couple of days ago. This announcement, but I still wanted to talk about it. I think this was announced on Monday. Oh yeah, it might have been Monday. But the G League is going to start accepting one-and-done players, and they're going to pay them a salary of 125,000 a year, and um, or for that year, because I guess if they one-and-done, they plan on playing the year. And I think this is huge. I always felt like uh, people should get paid their worth. Um, if the colleges ain't going to do it, then these basketball players should have a a route. A route to uh make some money, like everybody's not every this it, it ain't the death of college basketball. College is everybody ain't good enough to get a G League contract. So anybody thinking this is the death of college, ba- oh, it's over for college basketball. No, it's just the Zion Williamson, you know, maybe Sharif O'Neal, or uh, you know those elite players, the the guys Kentucky get. The top guys Kentucky get and, and those type of players, the, the guys that Duke get, maybe the guys like uh, Arizona might get, they're going to go play in the G League. And Duke and Kentucky and everybody else are just going to grab the four star players that is not quite a one and done. You know, not quite one and done. They're going to get the two and done or whatever. You know, it's a college basketball ain't going nowhere, but if you an elite player, go get your money, man. They should let them. It, it's it's illegal that they're trying to you know limit people's earning power. It's old-ass coaches that, that made their money, making millions a year, trying to justify not paying 17-, 18-year-olds who's making their money. Like Jim Boeheim, old crusty ass, talking about something. Well, ain't no 17-year-old people making money nowhere else. Boy, if you don't shut your old crusty ass up with your goofy ass, how can anybody go play for Syracuse I he say some dumb ass shit like that? They get to keep the money from their meals. Boy, if you don't shut your ass up, fuck wrong with you, Jim Bayheim, You goofy ass. You the one that out here that got players trying to get into the NBA, Jim Bayheim, And you got them running a, a, a fucking zone defense. Loyal to the zone defense. You ain't even teaching them the game properly, my boy. You You running your program to win games first which is your job win games first so you don't give a fuck if the players make the league or not um so definitely okay so you trying to secure your own bag you trying to make sure you win but you're not even helping the players secure their bag with player development so goddamn at least help them secure their bag what the fuck so you gonna hate on them for trying to get money Dog, no, how has people fucked with jim bayham in 2018 it's crazy like that mellow Syracuse chip, mind you, Mello is a bench warm, nah, I ain't gonna say bench warmer. Mello is a bench player in his what sixteenth season? That, that that mellow chip at Syracuse was a long time ago, my boy. Long time. We need to see the receipts for you to be talking shit. Basically. We need to see receipts, man. Your shit ain't that goddamn hot for you to be out here saying dumb shit about 17 year olds can uh keep the money from their meals and Ain't no 17-year-olds, no way of making money. What the fuck that mean? We're talking about supremely talented kids. We're not talking about just randos. Uh, anyway, well, fuck him. I think it's great, though. I think of the G League Uh, letting these players make some money, 125K, that's good money, you know, unless you're living in New York or L.A. 125 stacks is good money. And, you know, you do it for a year. You're going on the road. And you get some valuable experience. That's the thing I'm talking, you know, that's the most important. You're not just going up against dudes playing, you know what I'm saying? You might go up against a, a Duke or you might play against a Kentucky or a UVA. I'm mad I said that. But, you know, the elite programs. But then you might turn around and play a directional school against, you know, kids that ain't going to be, kids that's going to be Uber drivers in a couple of years. So, you going night in and night out against G League players is probably better for your development. And you're going to be playing NBA rules and NBA schemes. Because I've said for the longest, college basketball restricts a lot of the great one and done players. They get, rich, they get hampered by these stupid ass schemes and these dumb ass rules. You see Ben Simmons at LSU, and LSU wasn't even lit. <laughs> LSU, I don't even think they made the tournament. But think about Ben Simmons in the G League. He might have bought out in the G League. Um, so, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for the G. And then it makes the G League more compelling. I've seen people make the argument saying, uh, well, well, I mean, nothing beats uh, March Madness exposure. Nothing beats college basketball exposure. If these players are the top players in the league, we're going to watch them. People watch Zion Williamson play in high school. So what are we talking about? You don't think people will watch a G League game if the number one uh, prospect in the country is playing? People are going to watch that game. Trust me, people are going to find these games and watch them. We watch summer league games. We watch Lonzo Ball play in the summer league. We're going to watch the G League if some lit players are playing in it. Trust me. College basketball exposure, that's crazy. People are going to watch the G League, fam. Like... And, and and this ain't the death for college basketball either. It, everything's gonna keep moving, man. It'll be just like the NBA before uh before one and done. People people watch college hoops. LeBron and them was going pro, and people still watch college ball. You just gotta look at college basketball like that. The best players will be going straight to the D, G League instead of going straight to the NBA. And it it, it it and it will only be a very select few. Like college college basketball ain't going away, man. It's pretty much what I'm trying to say. Um, So, yes. And and then another uh, topic, another debate was uh, would you rather go to the G League or would you rather uh, go to college? It was like, oh, but would you rather live in Fort Wayne, Indiana, or be the man on campus? Let me explain something to, to most people. Being the man at Duke ain't for everybody. Being a man at Kentucky ain't for everybody. Everybody don't want to be the man on campus. Some people want to be grown-ups. Some people want to just stay, you know, to themselves, make their money, build their brand up, and, you know, play basketball. Everybody don't want to go to college. So, and then people say, oh, well, you going to Fort Wayne, Indiana, whatever. Like, it ain't women there, too. Like, yeah, it's women on college campuses. It's women all over the country, fam. It's alcohol all over the country, fam. It's it's drinks, it's alcohol, and temptation, and all that shit all over the place. It ain't just on college campuses, man. Trust me. I haven't been all throughout the country, but I've been in enough places in the country to know. In college towns, and in major cities, there's women, there's alcohol, there's marijuana, if that's your thing. It's it's stuff to do. Stuff to do all over the place. And then then with these new kids, uh, millennials or whatever... They're not even into, like, pussy and partying the way, you know, maybe my generation was. Some of them just end up, yo, dog, you know, hook up the Xbox, get into some Fortnite, you know, some social media. Like, everybody's not driven by the same shit, is what I'm trying to say. Everybody's not into being a man on a college campus. Let's move on to college football. Um, It's week nine in college football. Got a couple games I want to talk about. Obviously, Virginia Tech plays Georgia Tech. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. We play them, actually, tonight. I'm recording this on a Thursday. So, by the time you hear – I mean, by the time some of y'all will hear this, that game will be played already if you listen to this on Friday. But uh, I'm going to get into some games. Uh, Clemson plays FSU. Um, It's a rivalry game. It's normally the game that decides the Atlantic Division, but not this year. Florida State's been struggling. Their struggles have been well documented. Uh, Clemson is a 17-point favorite, and um, I'm not a gambling man, but uh, Clemson will win the game. But I think that game will be closer than 17 points, three scores. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think I said the same thing for Florida State when it came to the Miami game where they're going to keep that game close. They're going to lose – because I think Clemson's defensive line and their front seven will just overwhelm. God bless DeAndre Francois. While he that man been getting killed, um, he is taking some hellacious shots. But that offensive line, I watched them play against Wake Forest. Their offensive line is starting to improve. But that was Wake Forest. This is a different beast. Um, even if they don't sack him all night, he's gonna he gonna feel he gonna smell some cologne on Saturday Saturday afternoon. He gonna definitely know what soaps the Clemson defensive line is wearing because they're going to get real up close and personal on Saturday afternoon. Uh, But like I said, Florida State has enough talent to play with anybody in the country. They just, the culture sucks. So they don't know how to win games yet. Maybe Coach Taggart will, you know, start having them win those games. They start to pull those games out, but as of now, the culture's kind of trash. The mentality is kind of trash, but they got the talent to play with anybody. But um, culture's kind of trash. But they'll keep it close. I think they'll keep it close. I don't think they'll lose by three scores. Uh, Florida, number nine. Florida plays at uh, number seven. Georgia. They're giving Georgia a touchdown in this game, Um, and I, I, I I like it. Um, I'm picking Georgia to win this game. Now I picked Florida to beat LSU. Um, I'm high. I'm I'm pretty. I've been pretty high on Florida this year, especially after the Kentucky game. They their defense is one of the best in the country. But I think I think I think Georgia right now. I think Georgia right now. It's been some question marks about Fromm and Justin Fields, and they got people. People been people questioning Georgia, man. People acting like Georgia didn't play in the national championship game. Uh, I think I think. I think Georgia is looking to make that statement to let motherfuckers know, like, look, we in the building, we in the house, and uh we coming back for our corners, man. I think Georgia gonna come for their corners this week. And uh I think Georgia's gonna win that game by a touchdown. Um but but that's no shame if Florida loses that game. I don't think they'll drop too far the to, you know, too far in the playoff rankings. Uh I guess two losses will probably kill their playoff hopes. But they wouldn't drop in the top 25. They still would be in position for New Year's 6 and all that other stuff, you know, if they win the East. I guess they wouldn't win the East if they lose to the Georgia. I don't, I, that didn't make no fucking sense. But they'll still be good. If Georgia makes the playoff, is I guess what I'm trying to say. If Georgia makes the playoff, the Florida could still go to the N, the new, the NY6. <laughs> it's been a long day. I apologize. Miami plays Boston College tomorrow night, or if you're listening on Friday, tonight. Um, is Boston College's red bandana game. Apparently that's the thing for them where everybody in the crowd looks goofy, looking like 6'9 and shit. Uh, last year in the red bandana game, Boston College beat Florida State 35-3, to three, something crazy. Uh, nothing like that's going to happen. They, give them, they got Miami three and a half points. Um, I think that's more so – an indictment on the quarterback situation in Miami. Uh, Malik, Malik Rogier has been named the starter. Um, There's some, there's some, I don't want to say chaos, because chaos is a big word, but there's some, 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 a little bit of turmoil going on with Miami. Mark Rick naming uh Rozier the starter. There's been a lot of pushback from fans. Fans won't parry in there. Uh, Rick basically going back to his guy, and anybody that follows college football in the ACC pretty much knew Mark Rick was going to go back to Perry. I mean, go back to Rozier. I think he's just. I think Rick is just loyal to upperclassmen players, and um, pretty much that's that's what Miami's going through. And and, and Rozier is an average at best quarterback, so they'll beat Boston College, and I agree, they will beat Boston College. But maybe the game will be ugly. You know, it'll be one of those ugly games. Miami's defense is still one of the best defenses. So, it'll be one of those situations where the defense will probably win the game for them. It's supposed to be cold or whatever. And um, we'll see how that – what factors the cold weather will play. Um, but I don't think it'll be that much of a factor. You can bring a defense a def- – trust me, that defense will be charged up to uh, play some big-time football. So, I'm gonna go with Miami on that one, and uh, I guess we'll get to the main, the main, the main event. I guess Georgia Tech plays Virginia Tech tonight, or they played them last night. Depends on when you're listening to this. Uh, tired of that honeybee shit, man. Who ain't tired of playing them? I'm tired of Paul Johnson. I'm tired of the offense. I'm tired of Taquan Marshall. I'm just tired. Like I said, I don't hate Georgia Tech. I hate playing Georgia Tech. I put Georgia Tech in the same category as East Carolina. Where you don't hate them, you just hate playing them. It's just ugh, fuck that team. Uh, I'll never pick Virginia Tech to lose on this podcast. Only thing I can do is tell you how we can win or what we need to do to win. And obviously, when when you're playing the option team, and I can sit up here and say we need to play uh smart football, assignment football, and I mean it's just different when you out there. I guess you know. What we need to do, because asking the defense to make the proper stops is crazy. To stop that shit all night It's crazy. The only way to beat Georgia Tech and help your defense is score on Georgia Tech. So if we are to get a 10-point lead early or a 14-point lead, you good money for the rest of the game because now they're playing on your terms. That's the only thing you pretty much can do to Georgia Tech, especially if you don't have a Clemson D-line or LSU type D line where you just got bodies all over the place because you need depth and you need uh you need bullies in the front seven to kind of shut that shit down. It's hard to shut that shit down honestly. The best way to shut Georgia Tech down is get a two score lead on them because uh. A two-score lead on Georgia Tech, you you pretty much going to win. And a two-score deficit on Georgia Tech, you're pretty much going to lose because they will hold the ball all night. And that's when they're that's when they're at their best, when Georgia Tech has a two-score lead. then they're at their worst when they have a two-score deficit. So if we can score on the first possession, let's say we win the coin toss, I would take the ball, try to score. And then pray for a three-and-out on the first series. And then if you can get any points on that second drive, it don't got to be a touchdown, 14-0. If you can get up 10-0, now they kind of playing in your terms. And um, that's when the game can get, you know, spooky for them. And um, Lord, and God bless Quan Marshall if they got to actually pass protect. Because you all ever seen Georgia Tech pass protect? And, and when they got to the, pass, it's ugly. it it looked look like me trying to block people it is re, it's real bad it's real ugly um we're going to go over to the to the uh to the mailbag got two questions don't got a lot of questions um and Nana JD JDX or it was more so greedy to be honest and this is i guess for a 49ers fan I'm a 49 er fan and he's asking about Greedy Williams from LSU. I like Greedy Williams. Um he can match up against number 1 receivers which is becoming a lost art in the NFL, especially with all the uh rule changes and it's all it's offensive. It's an offensive league. But anybody that can match up, you need a guy in today's league that can match up with a number one receiver and just challenge him as best as he can within the and with but then the new rules, and Greedy Williams can do that. My only my concerns with Greedy Williams is I don't know if he gets hurt. I don't know if he ever suffered any major injuries in his career, but he gets a lot of minor injuries. And for a corner, that's a you know that's one of those positions where a corners like a Ferrari. Same thing like a slot receiver or a, a scat back. They're like Ferraris. Those uh knick injuries like fuck them up. You know, like, your linebacker can play through maybe, like, groin injuries and hamstring injuries not that's not too severe. They can play through that and kind of still be the same guy. But when corners, receivers, and, you know, get positions predicated on speed and athleticism, when they get those type of injuries, like, it kind of fucks them up. And Greedy does get a lot of – like, he comes out of games and he's in and out the lineup because – um because of those small injuries, and um, that would be my concern. And then another another thing would be, Forty Nineers might be so sorry we might fuck around, and be so sorry that it wouldn't be worth it to us to draft a corner with a top five pick. Honestly, we, <laughs> you might as well go for a premium position when you that high up in the draft, uh, pass rusher. Uh, I think we talked about this on Twitter, like you know, baby Bosa, uh ed oliver is an interior rusher interior player but he's so good at it fuck it (laughs) take it and just have uh, ed oliver and DeForest buckner i mean we run the four or three so you got them two in the inside shit fuck an edge rush i mean the league is going into an interior rush league anyway because everybody throwing so quickly so if you got two elite interior rushers and you got two Edge, you know, contain type rush, uh, contain rush. If they try to like bolt the pocket, shit, I take it. But, um, I like Greedy and I like Michael Jackson from Miami as far as if the 49ers wanted to say, fuck it, we're gonna take a corner first round. Michael Jackson or Greedy Williams, I think they both fit what we want to do. Um, uh, if they wanted to go Levante Taylor from Florida State, he's more of a nickel corner. Uh, I don't want nobody trying to tell me he's Denzel Ward because he, He is not Denzel Ward, um, even though they're the same size. Levante Taylor is a nickel corner in the NFL, which is not a bad – it's not an insult to say that. He just does not match up well with big receivers. We've seen it. Um, Denzel Ward is fighting with big receivers on these plays. Uh, Levante Taylor in the NFL, if he went up against number ones, would get bullied because he's getting bullied by college receivers. So – That's that. At Matthew underscore USA, he he said, first he makes like a statement, and then he asks the question. He says, I want to win tonight, more so to get Paul Johnson fired than to impact the season. Is that good or bad? It's good. Fuck Paul Johnson. Fuck him. Uh, He's he's a cancer on this great conference, the ACC, and uh, the quicker he gets gone, the better it is for everybody, not just Virginia Tech. It'll help it'll help uh everybody, especially in the coastal division, it'll help Clemson. Everybody wants them gone. The Georgia Bulldogs want Paul Johnson gone. Because playing Georgia Tech, even if you win the game, you can lose the game. Because of the cut the cut blocks and all that shit. People knees. Defensive linemen going down like flats. People just sick of them. They sick of him. Get the fuck out the conference. Uh fuck Paul Johnson. He's probably a good dude. I'm not here to talk about him as a person. But as a football coach and everything he stands for, fuck him. He could eat a bag of baby dicks and choke on one. And uh, I'd be fine with it. Not choke to death, but he can definitely choke on one. Like If, he, if, if him choking required the Heimlich, fine. Because fuck him. Any, any, any man that would try to bring the option to Power 5 football is not a man to me. Fuck Paul Johnson. That's pretty much what I got to say about that. So yes, I want to get the win. I think we all want to get the win. And if that win is one step closer to getting that bullshit out the conference, dilly dilly, it's good. It's it's, it's a double win. But uh, that's it, man. That's it for the podcast. and for Don V Fridays. Like I said, I was not. I did not do one last week, but I did the live stream. I will be live streaming after tonight's game. Versus Georgia Tech, like I said, either I'm going to be up there happy or I'm going to be really upset. So, either way, live stream will be lit. Please, please join. Um, I have no shout outs. I, but like I said, it's spooky season. It's Halloween season. Uh, Please wear your best costume. Stay away from the blackface. Do not get punched in them. Don't get punched in your blackface trying to be edgy. The shit is not cute and somebody will duff your shit. Uh, to the ladies out there that plan on being the slutty nurse or the slutty cop, please DM me your favorite slutty, nu- sl- slutty nurse costumes. I, um, I want to see all of that. I want to see. I want to see it. You want to be a slutty cop? Uh, one of my personal favorite, the she devil, where you pretty much don't wear shit but just put devil horns on. A DM me all your photos ladies I want to see all of it. Uh that's pretty much it for me man God bless